welcome you to the greatest show on earth. Created to be a creator. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Created to Be Creative podcast, and we're talking about marriages, y'all. We got somebody special here, Vernon. What's going on, everybody? I can't say your last name. I don't know what you call it. I can't say it. It's Bartlett. Bartlett. Vernon Bartlett. Vernon. Introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are. My name is Vernon Bartlett, and uh, I go to Abundant Life Church with Jayla. And, um, you know, I just, when Jayla asked me to come on here, I was excited about it, but, you know, a little nervous at the same time. But I'm excited to be here, very honored to be here. Um, I know God's got something in store for today. And whoever's listening, I know God's going to wreck your life. Most definitely, y'all. If y'all don't know Vernon, you know, he always got on the freshest kick. So yep, just want to put right. that out there. Shout out to Sneaker Dreams, <laughs> my sneaker plug D. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. All right, Vernon. So you do the singles ministry at Abundant Life. Um, so I feel like you are the expert about this right here. So we're talking about single and dating and young and married. Vernon, what is the foundation of being young and dating? Um your foundation has got to be Christ. Yeah. No doubt about it. Your first foundation is Christ when you're going into dating. Mm-hmm. And if you're young and married, um, and I, I, I got a scripture together. It's 1 Corinthians 3 and 11. In the Passion Translation, it says, For no one is empowered to lay an alternative foundation other than the good foundation that exists, which is Jesus Christ. Mm. So we see that, and it's... Our foundation is Christ mm-hmm. on everything that we do in our life. Um, if we don't have that firm foundation, it's sinking sand, as the word says. Most definitely. You know, and, you know, as long as we make him the center, we won't go wrong. Yeah. But, and, you know, Luke 12 and 31 says, but seek first the kingdom, mm-hmm. and all these things shall be added to you. Yeah. And I wanted to hit on that a little bit because um, many times people, you know, they'll get saved. Mm-hmm. And they'll jump into a relationship. Exactly. Not even prepared. And we got to think about David. Yeah. What happened to David? He was tempted. Mm Mm-hmm. As soon as, you know, he he jumps into being king. Yeah. And he's tempted by Bathsheba. Yeah. (laughs) And he falls. Yeah. But I believe that's one of the first distractions that the enemy will bring to Mm -hmm. a new Christian. Yeah. Is... You know, I'm going to call it like it is, is a Jezebel spirit. He'll bring a Jezebel spirit in there. And distract the man of God or the woman of God. Mm-hmm. And it draws them away. I've seen it happen yeah. so many times. Yeah. So how do we protect ourselves from that and learning and knowing, hey, this isn't a relationship I should be jumping into. Or, hey, I need to learn to wait on that relationship. Um, I remember, you know, when I first got saved. Yeah. And, you know, Bill Hamby, you know, was mm-hmm. a firm foundation that really you know, taught me. He said, he said, young man, I believe that you need to take a year off from seeing anybody. Wow. Did I listen? No, I didn't. I learned the hard way. Wow. And we'll jump into that later, what happened, you know, to make me, you know, catapult into that thing. I remembered that later on, but he said, young man, I think you need to take a year off. Wow. From Dayton. Seek the Holy Spirit. Wow. Seek the Holy Spirit. And it's a pyramid is all it is. Yeah. And, it's God on one, or it's you on one side, mm-hmm. and then whoever you're supposed to marry on the other. Yeah. And at the top is God. Yeah. As long as we're running after God, we'll meet in the middle. That's good. We'll That's meet good. in the middle. That's good. That's good. Let's talk about boundaries. Since you um, brought that up, we're gonna go right into boundaries. Okay. Um, what are the, some boundaries that we should set? Um, the first thing you should do is, if you're a new couple, is set boundaries in a relationship. I believe highly on that. Most definitely. Um. There are certain lines that need to be drawn, and yeah. you do not need to cross. Yeah. Um, remember the foundation. Yeah. Remember the foundation is still Christ, and to desire to be like the Lord. Yeah. Be holy as he is holy, as the word says. Yeah. And, uh, you know, let me read this scripture before I jump into oh, some of the, you know, Scripture is our foundation. If we don't have no scripture, yeah. like, 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 my, like my, you know, mentor, Pastor Jason, says, uh-huh. I love scripture. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug scripture in there. So um, Genesis 4 and 7 says, You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, wow. eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. Wow. 
Be its master. Be its master. Wow. Because you know what? We have power over sin. Most we definitely. have power over temptation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when me and Tori first got together, um, we we set boundaries. Yeah. We were very adamant about setting boundaries. And some of the boundaries were we were never to be alone. That's good. We were never to be alone together That's because good. we don't know what's going to happen, what temptation might creep into your mind. Yeah. You know, do as a young man, I can be real and say, <laughs> do I have the willpower not to do it as a young man? Because yeah. when me and Tori got together, I was... 19 years old. Exactly. You know, as a young man, 19. Just got you know, saved. Just got saved. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So you set these boundaries. We was to never be in my room with a shut door. Yeah. You know, um, just when we were in the car together, you you, you just got to watch these lines. Yeah. Don't be alone in the car together. Yeah. You know, um, Always have someone around. Most definitely. You know, always have someone around. If you're truly seeking Christ mm -hmm. and you're dating someone, you set boundaries up. Yeah. You, like like the scripture says, sin is crouching. It's waiting. It's crouching at the door. It's waiting for you. Yeah. And we have to remember this. In James, it says that temptation is not sin. Wow. But when temptation, you fall into it, mm -hmm. it says, in it, you give birth to sin. Wow. You so, birth. Yeah, you give birth to sin. Wow. So as we're walking this walk and you're dating someone, like we said, the sinner's Christ. Yeah. Be holy as he is holy. Yeah. Set the, these boundary lines up. Yeah. Set them up. Make them, make them a point. Now, did we always follow those boundary lines? Did we mess up? Yes. Yeah, of course. But luckily we have an advocate with the Father. Exactly. To If you do sin, yeah. you can repent. Boom. But the Bible also says this, do not use your freedom mm. so that you can jump into sin. Yeah. It's repent to turn away from sin. Yeah. Turn yeah. away from that thing. Run from it. Most definitely. Bible says run, flee. Take off. Yeah. That thing run. covered for you. You got to run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most definitely. Now, I'm going to ask you this real quick. Um, what does God say about being young and dating? Or does God say anything about being young and dating? Um, so... I'm going to jump into a story about me dating in high school. Oh, Lord, okay. Um, so when I was 17, you know, I got saved, mm -hmm. um, went to Abundant Life, you know, radically, radically changed. And like I talked about earlier, the first thing is in a young man's life is Satan's going to drop a woman yeah. that, <laughs> you know, she, she, she ain't saved. Yeah. They're going to come in. They're going to come after you. It, it, it's it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, um, and I dated a couple people in high school that was not saved. Yeah. And it was bad. It was bad for my walk. Yeah. It dragged me down. I can I can only put it as if you're standing up on top of a table mm -hmm. and you're trying to pull someone else up. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot harder to pull that person Most up. definitely. And, you know, that was one of the things the Holy Spirit, I was on the way here and he dropped this in my heart. Wow. Is about this is... You're not called a missionary date. <laughs> it says to not be unequally yoked with these people wow. yeah. in the Word. Don't be unequally yoked with non-believers. Yeah. Because, you know, freshly saved people, you're going to get drugged down. Exactly. You're going to get pulled down. You're going to be on top of that table, and that person, it's a lot easier to be pulled down than it is up. Yeah. You know? If you're not firm and you're not, you don't know the word, mm -hmm. because that's what we have to do in these situations is apply scripture. Yeah. So first, uh, let me jump jump in this first. Though I'm getting Most ahead definitely. of myself. <laughs> it, it is it lust or is it love for that person? That's wow. what we have to find out. Most definitely. Is it lust or is it love? Because many times I, I can look back now and tell you that it was lust and not love when I was dating that person in high school. Wow. I can look back now and it felt like love. Mm hmm. But what does Satan do? He tries to counterfeit. Yeah. He'll manipulate you. And that's what that was for me. Yeah. It was lust and not love. It disguised itself as love. Mm -hmm. You know, so what do you do? You test the spirits. Hmm. A lot of people don't believe you can do that now. You can. The Word you says you can. You test the spirit yeah. by the spirit. That's right. Wow. That's right. That's why you see if it bears fruit. Mm-hmm. Most you definitely. have to see if it bears fruit. You have to have discernment. Yeah. Many people don't, you know, what's discernment? Well, 
you ever had that feeling, man, I shouldn't be doing this, or there's something up with that person. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not just your conscience <laughs> telling you, hey, don't do that. This is the Holy Spirit exactly telling you, hey, come on now. Shouldn't be doing that. Let me get you out of that. The Bible says this. The Bible says that he creates a way of escape. Mm. That's good. A way of escape. Yeah. And that's what that is. Yeah. Is discernment. He'll create a way yeah. of escape for you and pull you out of that thing. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. you got to ask yourself if you truly love this person or is it all about that feeling? Yeah. And what can you get out of that person? Yeah. But mm, that's good. But you know, what 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 are we led by? Are we led by our emotions and our feelings? No. Mm -hmm. We're led by faith. Most definitely. The things that we cannot see. Yeah. You know? And first John two, fifteen through seventeen says this do not love the world or the things in the world. Yeah. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Wow. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Wow. Abide in faith yeah. and not the flesh. That's yeah. what that scripture is saying right there. Because yeah. the flesh is going to pass away. Most definitely. But what's going to remain? Just the Word. Yeah, that thing going to go The Word. Down. Let me ask you this real quick, Vernon. So let me, now we're just going to tap in this because, you know, we're talking about young and dating. <laughs> All right. So you see somebody and they look good now. I feel like you, they supposed to look good. You don't want yeah, a body yeah. ugly that you can't look at, you yeah. know, you can look at. So that's a little about like 10% flesh and then the rest yeah. spirit, basically. Yeah. Well, you know, I think Pastor Jason says it the best. He said, he told me this one time, he said, you don't have to be good looking to get a good looking wife. All you got to do is be anointed. Wow. Right? That's good. So I feel like, you know, you should be physically attracted to this person. Yeah. You know, but under the conf confounds of faith, mm -hmm. you guard yourself when yeah. you're dating. Yeah. You guard yourself. Yes, you're supposed to be physically attracted but to this person. But don't give nobody in the world. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they shouldn't, you shouldn't even be looking in that dating That's pool. right. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be looking yeah. because the Bible says this. If you look at a woman with lust. Wow. You're already, you are committed. you've already engaged in the sexual act. Wow, even look in your eyes. Let's tap into this real quick. And I know we kind of off script, but let's talk about this. Old people, people who are older and they're single or whatever, you know, they older, seasoned. single, more, yeah, seasoned, seasoned more seasoned Yeah, same. yeah. And so they, they are single and they want to date. And it's not a lot of older, seasoned men in the church who are single as well. What are they supposed to do? Seek the kingdom. You gotta seek the kingdom first. Like That's I said good. earlier, seek ye first the kingdom of God and That's all good. his righteousness. And then it says, Then he will add these things to you. That's good. That's He'll good. add these things to you. Use seek after the Lord. That's pray good. pray that person in. Man, I, I've seen people before. I have a buddy of mine that has recently said, I'm tired of being single. Mm. I have I I need a helpmate. That's good. I need someone that's gonna help me in my life. Mm -hmm. And he sowed a seed. For that person, he said, "Lord, if she's not saved, save her, bring her in, make it, you know, make it, make it clear in my mind yeah. who this person is." Yeah. But I'm gonna sow a seed for this person. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna sow a seed. I am tired of being lonely. The Bible says this that He created woman for man, most definitely, to help them. Mm -hmm. And I, and I touch on that a little bit in my notes here, and you know. Adam didn't go searching for Eve. He didn't. God brought her. That's right. God brought Eve to him. Yep. Said he put him into a sleep. Mm. And many people make the joke, he didn't wake up. <laughs> so that's why men, you know, just act the way they do. Yeah, but they what it is. <laughs> but Eve was brought to him. Yeah. You know why? Because he sought the kingdom. Yeah. He sought after the kingdom. He that's said, good. Lord, I want to help me. Yeah. I don't see anything around me that can help me them with my call. Them stuff couldn't do yeah, nothing. No, they couldn't do that. <laughs> I'd have missed it some of them He was ready to mate. Yeah. They yeah. were all mating together. He couldn't yeah, do Yeah, he nothing. was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. But, yeah, seek the kingdom. Most definitely. That's, that's what I would do and encourage a, a more seasoned saint to yeah. 
single. Yeah. You know, seek the kingdom of God. Seek after him. Yeah. Use discernment. Make sure this person is the right person for you because you don't want to be in a relationship where you marry the wrong person. (laughs) Be trapped. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Let's tap into Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Explain that scripture to us. Read it and then, I mean, if you have it, um, but explain it. Tap it out for us. It says two people are better off than one. Mm -hmm. Man, I could stop right there and, you know, that... That is so true. Um, but I'm, I'm going to continue reading because i got some stuff on this one. I really like this scripture. I'm yeah. glad that you added this in, this one in here. For they, And I'm going to jump back in. For they can help each other succeed. Mm. If one person falls, the other one can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. <laughs> Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But, can, uh, but how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, yeah. but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. That's good. Um, I and I'm gonna lift my beautiful bride up <laughs> right ahead. here because, man, this joker and, and I want to exclamate on this word compliment. Wow, you know because yeah. this is. This is what happens when you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You compliment each other. That's good. That's how you know it's of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Where, you know, man, I'll be real. I ain't good at spelling. You know? Legit. I ain't I ain't real good at spelling, but my wife, I can send her something over and she can edit that thing, make it look right, you know, yeah. just perfect. Yeah. And, you know, and I'll use this also, you know, I'm not I'm not organized. I'm not an organized person. You're a real man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she is organized. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, all right, what are we doing? Let's go. Yeah. You know, that's just my personality. Yeah. You know, somebody else is going to organize, and I'll just jump in where I'm needed. Most definitely. That's how I am. Now, Tori, she's task-oriented. Mm. When she wa- and, and I'm being real with you. When she wakes up in the morning, she makes a list. And to check off these boxes... Fills her tank. Really? That's just how she is. Wow. Because she she loves organization. That's good. And she compliments me on that. That's good. Where she can make a list, I can jump in that thing and roll with that thing. Yeah. That's where I compliment compliment her. Mm Mm-hmm. Is she can make a list. You're going to do it. And I'm going to do it. I can handle it for her. Yeah. You know? And where she can, man, she can help me out on, hey, if I'm preaching or teaching something, hey, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? How should I word this? How should I do this? She can grab that thing and boom, yeah. edit it, make it right, make wow. the wor- right wording for that thing. So I, I just believe that, you know, two people are better off than one because your helpmate mm-hmm. should always be able to compliment what you do. Yeah. And just like it says, when you're in real trouble if you're alone <laughs> because if you fall... You know, you're falling. How are you going to get back up? That's why the body of Christ is together. Yeah. We have to be one, united as one person. Yeah. With the headship of Christ, mm-hmm. of course. And that's why at the end of the scripture it says three are even better. Mm. Because I believe right here the writer of Ecclesiastes is including the Holy Spirit in them this thing. Yeah. You know, this is one of the verses that was read at when me and Tori were married. Mm. Because three are better than one. Yeah. Because people people push the Holy Spirit to the side these days. They do. And don't mention him. It's God the Father, God the Son. And that's it. But and God, they shouldn't be that way. That's right. Because where's God the Father? Where's the Son? Mm-hmm. They're in heaven. Yeah. We need the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's the only one that's active here on earth. Can't live without him. Calls him the helper. Yeah. So I need him in my relationship. Mm-hmm. If I don't have him in my relationship, man, it's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah, most definitely. Let's talk about working towards marriage, but basically working and preparing to, for marriage, basically. Um, right here, you know, I hit on it a little earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, is it a fling? Mm. Is it a fling or is it is it lust or is it love? Yeah. Preparing for marriage, we need to make sure yeah. that it's not just lust. Most definitely. You know, that I see this person and... Because there was many times where I thought the relationships before mm-hmm. my wife now, you know, I was going to marry them. But it was only lust. It was only lust. You just it was lust of the flesh. Wow. 
It was my fleshly desire, but I had to put my desire aside yeah. and listen to the Word of God. Yeah. And then he brought my wife into my life. Yeah. You know, and so working towards marriage, you know, you have to work towards Christ before you even work towards marriage. That's good. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, another thing is, does this person have goals for the future? Mm. Um, People forget about that. Yeah, yeah. Do these goals line up with your call in your own life? Yeah. Like I said, is it going to complement the call of your life? If these two goals don't line up, then you need to reconsider this relationship. Yeah. You know, if I'm called to, let's just say I'm called to youth ministry, mm -hmm. and this person says, well, I'm not called to youth ministry. What well, you doing with me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because my call on my life mm -hmm. was ordained by God, and we just, God comes before anything. Yeah. And just check your relationships. Yeah. Check and see if that's what, that's what, if you're too, if your goals line up, boom, you've, you're working towards marriage, I believe. Yeah. Let me ask you this real quick. Some questions that people should ask while dating, you know, because I feel like sometimes us as Christians, we think, oh, well, we talk about the word together. We read the Bible together. But then they have no substance of regular life together. Mm -hmm. I feel like you should have substance of regular life together. I should be able to talk to you on a daily. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Other than about the Bible, yeah, which is good. Yeah. You're supposed to talk about the Bible, but mm -hmm. you got to be able to live life together. Yeah, yeah. How do us as Christians look past, oh, you're saved. Let me see if you have a life mm -hmm. substance, basically. Yeah. How do we... How do we get to that level? Like, is that something that we should do up front, asking those good questions? Yeah. Or do you wait? Yeah. No, you, you have to have, ask those hard questions up front. You know, you, you, man, like I said, what is the goal? Yeah. What's your goal? What's, yeah. you know, I, I think our pastor does a real good thing here is, what's your five-year plan? That's good. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where are you going? Yeah. What are you going to do with yourself, you know? So these hard questions have to be asked up front, you know. Man, are you going to go to college <laughs> and get a degree? Or what? what's going to sustain us, yeah. you know? And I use, you know, because I know that women, they like to feel secure. Yeah. They want to feel secure, Yeah. you know. And as a man, you know, I'm the provider. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying that women can't be the breadwinner either yeah. and provide, but... You know, I am supposed to till the ground and work exactly. and provide. Yeah. The Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. Exactly. You know, so you have these hard questions up mm -hmm. front. This is all pertains to working towards marriages. Yeah. You know, we yeah. have these conversations outside of the word. What are you going to do with your life? <laughs> what you going to do? Yeah. Got to have something to do. Let's hop into understanding the purpose and uplifting each other. You actually tapped on it just a little bit, um, mm -hmm. but I also want to tap into how because you, you have your own purpose, right? Yeah. God called you for a purpose. But God also called Tori for a purpose. Yeah. But how do you, y'all both have a purpose together, married as well. So that's yeah. like three purposes right yes. there in one. That's right. Um, just like the three strand or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's tap into understanding your purpose as a couple. Mm -hmm. So Hebrews 3 and 13 says, but, be, but encourage one another daily yeah. as long as it is called today. So that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Wow. Um, you know, my wife is a words person. She likes to be uplifted. Mm -hmm. She likes to be told she's beautiful. Yeah. And she is. Yeah. You know? And I, I think it's so important because it can cause a stagnancy in your marriage. Yeah. And stagnant water is dangerous. Yeah. Get this. So malaria comes from stagnant water. Mm. And... It don't come from mosquitoes. Mosquitoes pick this stagnant water up and carry it around and give it to people. They're oh, wow. a conduit mm. for malaria. That's good. They're a conduit for it. Wow. So if I'm stagnant in my marriage or walk, whatever it might be, mm -hmm. I'm going to produce fat, bad, bad fruit. Yeah. You know? And then I become a conduit for this stagnant water, mm. and I pass it off to other people. So mm. if I... I'm stagnant in my marriage. I'm as the man of God in my household, mm -hmm. called to be the priest of my home. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pass off this stagnant water to my wife, wow. and then this is where deceitfulness, sin's deceitfulness, comes in, mm. and this is where division comes in between the husband and wife. Gotcha. Because I'm not uplifting my wife. 
Wow. I'm not uplifting my wife. I'm not using my words where I, if I know my wife is a words person. Yeah. And if I'm not uplifting her and giving her what she needs to fill her tank. Yeah. Man, sin can creep in. Temptation can creep in. That's good. And produce sin, yeah. like we talked about earlier. We'll give birth to it. That's right. Um, Let's tap into that purpose thing, the understanding your purpose, basically. Let's tap into that real quick. You just got to, in in that, you know, let me think about this real quick. Understanding, we, we have to understand the purpose. So we're called to be together as one, mm-hmm. as husband and wife, yes. right? But there's things that I can't do that my wife can. That's good. Like I said, she is excellent at writing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my wife has a book inside of her and her spirit, you know. Now, could I write a book under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit? Yes, I could. But it's going to flow a lot naturaler for her because she she just has it in her. God's put it in her. Yeah. You know, not saying that I wouldn't ever, but I'm saying that it's going to flow out of her a lot easier than it is. And this is where, you know, we have to understand the purpose mm-hmm. on their life mm-hmm. where I might be called more to get up and preach. Yeah. She's more of a teacher. Yeah. She'll get up and she'll teach. Yeah. And she is an excellent teacher. Wow. Where, like I said, she compliments me in that area yeah. where I can get up and I can preach the word. <laughs> I, I'm different. Yeah, I preach, you preach it. <laughs> you know, but you know, we have to understand the purpose yeah. in each other's life Most definitely. because we're one, mm-hmm. but we're two that becomes one. Yeah. We're Most two that becomes one. We yeah. come together, and like I said, we complement each other. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So basically what you're saying is we should look at seeds inside of each other Yeah. and help birth those out of each other. That's right. That's, that's good. Right. And um, that's where them words come in that we talked about, where I right. uplift her. Yeah. I water that seed. That's good. Maybe you're doing such a great job. Yeah. Man, this book is off the chain. When I read this thing, yeah. it, it just jumps out at me. Yeah. You know, where, because, man, and I can I, I speak for myself because mm-hmm. I'm a words person, too. I like to know that I did a great job. Yeah. I, that's just me. That's one of my five love languages is yeah. words. And, you know, that's the first thing when I get done doing something that I'll ask my wife is, babe, did I do good? Yeah. So, in turn, she says, man, you did off the chain. So she's watering something. Yeah. So that makes me want to do it more. Yeah. So if I'm not encouraged in that thing, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. You ain't going to want to do it. No, <laughs> because nobody said, hey, you did a good job. But yeah. No, I'll back away from it yeah. if I'm not encouraged yeah. and if I'm not supported. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Let's tap into, is it okay to be young and married? You know, a lot of people put like a little, oh, you're too young to be married yeah. and yeah. all that stuff. But in the Bible, they didn't really date. They just... Hey, I'm I'm gonna sell you this land. Y'all go ahead and get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, you know, they want to live their life to the fullest. They don't want the yeah. responsibility of yeah. the person is what it is. Yeah. That's what that mindset is. I believe is That's good. they don't want to be responsible for no one else. Mm-hmm. And when people say that, they're like, "Man, don't you want to just live your life?" When God said it's not good for you to be alone. Exactly, because when you fall. Yep, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Fall. There we go. <laughs> And, you know, I believe marriage is a big responsibility. Yeah. It's a big responsibility. You are responsible for that person. So you cannot be lazy in the marriage. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing. You know, as young people, we can tend to be lazy at sometimes. We can tend to be slothful. Yeah. You know. We young, V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But we got to look at it. A lazy person will get nowhere in life. Yeah. So what do you think about what think happens when we don't actually put action into our marriage? Yeah. You know, as a young person, you know, it's not going to prosper. If yeah. you don't put things to it, yes, we walk by faith, but faith without works is dead. Dead. Is what it says. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> you know, but, you know, you got to put action into this thing. A lot of people say it's 50-50. Mm-mm. No, it's not. Mm-mm. It's 100% on one side. And 100% on That's the other. Good. And it's just like our relationship with Christ. Yeah. If we don't put 100% in and yeah. seek Christ, man. Exactly. 
That's what I honestly I feel like that's what a lot what people we you know we're gonna tap into speaking in tongues real quick, but I like God said pray in your most holiest faith mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. You have to build yourself up. Yeah, your tongue should be increasing. Yeah, that's a hundred a hundred. Yeah, like yeah. God will increase your tongue. That's like right. you have to be praying in that thing daily. Yeah, and so I, that 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 reminds me like being married to the Holy Spirit, but also being married to your partner. I feel like it kind of coexists. It does with each other because. He a helper and women are helpmates, so yeah. <laughs> you gotta put that time in, you That's know. Right. That's right. Um, and I want to hit on this a little, a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, because I I felt impressed. Yeah. About you know, because we're young, mm-hmm. because we're young, we can be slothful. Yeah. But the Bible says this in Habakkuk two and two. Mm-hmm. It says, "Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets. Then he may run who reads it." Mm. So as young people, when people say, hey, you're too young, they're like, you're just too lazy. They ain't going to put the time in yeah. and make it right yeah. in their marriage. They got too much going on. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says to write a vision. Yeah. On, write it on tablets. Mm-hmm. Make it clear. You know, where are you going to be? Make goals. Set goals in your marriage. Set yeah. goals in your relationship. Where do you want to be in life? That's good. You know, and I just feel that strongly for someone out there. Yeah. Set goals in your marriage. And if you're not married and you're living together, get it right. Yeah, get that right. Get it right, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So your yeah. temper in marriage. Yeah. You know, James 1 and 19 through 20 says, My dearest brothers and sisters, take this to heart. Be quick to listen, mm. but slow to speak. And be slow to become angry. For human anger is never a legitimate tool to promote God's righteous purpose. As a couple, we need to slow, be slow to anger and just let your temper go. As a husband and a wife, we both have to represent the Lord, yeah. is what that scripture is saying. Yeah. How, can, how can I rightfully say to my wife and get angry and, and, and try to correct the situation in anger? She don't see the love in that. Mm-mm. So it says... How is that properly going to represent God's righteousness? Exactly. Because his righteousness isn't in anger. Mm-mm. His righteousness is in love. Yeah. He, 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 he condemns righteous, righteously mm-hmm. in love. Yeah. So as a man of God, mm-hmm. I have to do it in love. Do it in love. <laughs> and that's the thing. You know, many times, you know, we'll, you know, get heated and bicker and yeah. this, that, and the other and be angry, but sometimes it's best just to walk away. Yeah. Walk away and then come back and talk about the situation. Yeah. Like a man and woman, no no yelling. You heard that, come back. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta come go back. back. <laughs> yeah, come back. Yeah. But sometimes it's good to cool down. Yeah. And then look at the, the situation that you have in front of you. That's good. And then talk about it. That's good. Um, First Peter 3 and 7 says, Husbands, you in turn must treat your wives with tenderness, mm. viewing them as feminine partners who deserve to be honored, for they are co-heirs with you and the divine grace of life, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Wow. Nothing It'll will hinder, hinder your, your prayers. prayers. You your angry. prayers will stop. Man, Jesus. <laughs> the man in the relationship, if you are angry at your wife and you're bickering, It'll hinder your prayers. Won't get nothing. You'll hit the ceiling. That's right. It says tenderness. You wow. know, in other versions, it says the weaker vessel. Yeah. Which I like what the Passion Translation yeah. says here. Tenderness. Mm. They're a little, women are a little bit more tender than men. Yeah, y'all you know? mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we come into this thing with tenderness as you know, the Holy Spirit guides you. Yeah. You come into this thing and you love them. Yeah. Like I said, walk away if you have to, you know. But we have to remember we we are talking to a child of the king. Mm-hmm. We have to remember that. Yeah. This is a child of the king that you're talking to. Yeah. So husband, wife, watch out. Watch what this, you're doing. This now. is a child of God. Yeah. So watch what you say to them. Watch yeah. how you act toward them. Wow. This is a child, uh, this is a, a daughter of Christ. This is a son of Christ. Yeah. You know. Y'all co-heirs in this thing. That's right. That's right. That's what the scripture says. Yeah. Bless the Lord. Let's hop into this real quick. Um, should a young man be looking for a wife? So, let's see. Let me find it in my notes. 
So I believe God has created some, some for celibacy. Mm-hmm. The Apostle Paul was, he, he, he'd never gotten married. Yeah. He never got married. Yeah. And then I believe that he created some to be married. Mm-hmm. That need a helpmate. Yeah. That need a helpmate. And um, that is totally between the person and the Lord. Yeah. Though. That is totally between that person and the Lord. Yeah. Use discernment in that situation. I'm not saying that everybody needs to be single. Yeah. I'm not saying that everybody needs to be married. But it's totally between you and the Lord. Um, I believe Paul had the gift of being single. Yeah. Because wow. of his call. Because of what he was called to. Yeah. See, the Apostle Paul was called to the Gentiles. Yeah. To see the Gentiles saved. And, and, and we see that even now, Gentiles being saved because of Paul's ministry to this day. Yeah. But, you know, and, and Paul says this. He says um, in 1 Corinthians 7, 6 through 9, he says, I'm not giving you a divine command, but my godly advice. So mm-hmm. right here he's saying, I'm just giving you some godly advice here. This yeah. is not a command from God, but this is some godly advice from mm-hmm. me. I would wish that you that all of you could live unmarried just as I do. Yet I understand that we are all different with each having a special grace for one thing or another. So let me say to the unmarried and those who have lost their spouse, it is fine for you to remain single as I am. But if you have no power over your passions, then you should go ahead and marry for marriage is far better than to continually battle with lust. So that's why people get that thing, either marry or burn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better marry or burn. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Paul was, he was blessed with that thing. Yeah. To be able to walk in that thing and not burn with lust. Yeah. Because he knew that he had help from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That he wouldn't fall into that thing. Yeah. But it says, young men, if you if you do burn with lust, Gonna get married. Go ahead and get married. <laughs> get married. Get make sure that it's the right person, like we talked about yeah. earlier. But get married. Yeah. Get well, you a helpmate. We're gonna tap into that. You said get the right person. Um, I have to scroll back up. But um, you said we. I'm gonna hit on this: a good husband to look for and a good wife to look for. So Second Corinthians six fourteen through sixteen. Don't continue to team up with unbelievers, like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. That's good. And it says don't continue to team up with people that aren't. Like you, mm. you know, and Bible says to be in the world, but not of the world. Yeah. You know, and other version that says don't be unequally yoked with non-believers. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a yoke was is what they strapped oxen in that would plow the field. Yeah. So imagine this. It, it, it's, it goes around your neck mm. and there's two holes in this thing. Mm-hmm. One goes around one. Ox, other goes around the other ox. Mm-hmm. And imagine this you know, if I put an ox and a line in there, <laughs> what's going to happen? <laughs> that thing will be unequal. That's well, right. Somebody will get the fight. One's going one's gonna to end up dying yeah. and getting eight, and yeah. one ain't. Yeah. You know, they're not going to plow the field and, and, and produce a harvest. That's good. But if we line up together and we're walking the same walk, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, the triangle. If we're walking towards God, yeah, and you're equally yoked, mm-hmm. and you can walk in that thing. So, a good husband to look for, you have to be equally yoked. Good wife, be equally yoked. Yeah, you know, make sure you look at that thing like, hey, is this person gonna be good for me? Like we talked about earlier, we yeah. hit on that. Is this person gonna be good for me? Yeah, are they gonna be equally yoked? Are we gonna walk in this thing together? Um, you gotta look for someone that bears fruit. Bears fruit of yeah. Christ. Someone who will put... And, and you have people that bear fruit, and then you have people that put on the show. That's true. Well, they go to church. Yeah. <laughs> what their life looking like. Yeah. Are they bearing fruit? Yeah. Righteous fruit? Because you can bear good or bad fruit. Yeah. You know, what's it look like? Yeah. Be Test rotten. the spirit. Test <laughs> the spirit. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Let's hit on this real quick. Um, how do we overcome what people think? So, I believe that you must understand what the Father thinks about you, and that's how you overcome what others think about your marriage and where you are in life. Mm-hmm. you got to understand, you know, what the Father says about you. Yeah. You know, 
and I talked about it a little bit, um, you know, our situation. Yeah. You know, I could have took in what everybody was saying and this, that, and the other, but like I said, I had a rhema word from God. I yeah. knew what he said about this marriage and being together. Yeah. You know, when when the Father says it, nobody else's opinion matters. Yeah. You know, yes, we have, and, and don't get me wrong here, we have, we have leadership over us mm-hmm. that will guide and counsel us. That's why, you know, it says this, when you leave your mother, mother and father, you'll be joined together as one. Yeah. Well, your mother and father are your leadership at the time. Yeah. If they don't feel good about the relationship that you're going into, you need to, you need to test the spirit as well. I believe that 100%. That's you good. know, that, you know, there's places where, you know, it's different, but always, it's, the Bible says to honor your mother and father. If That's they good. don't feel good about your spouse or your partner that you're with, your your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it might be, you know, listen. The yeah. Lord put them there. The Bible says the Lord put them there. To guard over your soul. That's right. He wasn't just talking about your pastor. He was talking about your parents, yeah. too. Yeah, he was. They guard over your soul. That's, That's good, right. V. Yeah. That's good there. Let's hop into this real quick. Should how? What are things people should talk about? In the beginning stages, we kind of tapped on it a little bit, but I'm talking about those single people who are kind of lost in a sense. Yeah. Um, they don't they don't know what to talk about. They just got saved. They used to being in the world, you know, talking about worldly things. So somebody who's freshly coming in, what are some things that they should um, discuss? Um, you know, you, you jump into this thing and. Cause you can't be cussing no more. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah. Can't be talking about sex no more. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta switch your language up. So how? Not what should they talk about, but how do? How do you learn to tame your thoughts and your flesh? How do they learn to tame that? Because, like you said, you had got in the kingdom and you had dated somebody who mm-hmm. wasn't. You know, how did you learn to tame with Tori? Because you know, Tori was pure. Yeah. How did you learn to tame yourself and? Go ahead and put those thoughts, like God said, renewing your mind daily and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and taming your flesh. How did you begin to start that journey? Because um, it's sacrifice. Yeah. You know, um, in, in the Old Testament, it, it talks about the sacrifice mm-hmm. laid on the altars. Mm. Sometimes it, it's going to take sacrifice. Man, it, it, if you have to lay down social media. Wow. Because you're lusting and seeing all this stuff on social media, mm-hmm. it might take that. You know, yeah. the the enemy will use that avenue. Yeah. He'll put he'll put, you know, some some junk in your <laughs> life through there. Yeah. You know? But it's gonna take some sacrifice, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that's what salvation is. You know, you're saved and you have everything in salvation. Yeah. We have everything in the cross. We have everything in the blood. Yeah. We have a covenant yeah. with God. You know, and many people don't understand covenant. We've been learning about covenant in our in our small groups. At what Man, time? It, it, it's at uh, 6 o'clock, no, 7 o'clock. Oh. 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights and then uh, 9.45 in the morning if y'all yeah. want to show up. Mm-hmm. But they're firemen, and we've been learning about covenant and what covenant really is. And, man, when you open up your mind and see what covenant really is and how much we take advantage of what a covenant is, mm. the closest thing that we know of over here of what a covenant is is marriage. Yeah. But over in other countries... You know, you don't break covenant. You don't break no covenant. <laughs> or the curse will come upon you. Wow. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we just flop marriage around like it ain't nothing. Yeah. You know, we're four or five men and women in, exactly. married so many times, you know, over here in America. And we're, we're so westernized like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, it is a big deal. Yeah. It, it's, you know, God, God looks at a marriage as a bond. Yeah. Says we're knitted together. Wow. Knitted together as one. Yeah. You know, and it's very serious to the Lord covenant. So, you know, in the beginning, you know, purifying and cleaning out some things is it's going it's going to need to happen. You know, there's many things in my life that I had to purify and I had to clean out, like you said. Yeah. You know, with these women that I was seeing before I was saved. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and I believe a big thing is a soul tie. That's good. You're connected. That's good. You're connected. If you're having sex outside of marriage, yeah. you're connected to that person. Exactly. Spiritually. Yeah. Not physically. You're physically connected, but you're spiritually. Yeah. This is why the word says you've got to be married. Yeah. 
inside a covenant. Yeah. And then, see, people make sex out as a bad thing, and it's not. It's not. Inside of marriage. Yeah. You know, inside of marriage is a pure and holy thing, but outside of marriage it is sin. Sexual immorality is sin. It's a sin. And what you're doing is you have a soul tie there. You're tying yeah. yourself to somebody. Wow. And the only thing that can release you of that soul tie and being attached to that person mm-hmm. is the cross. That's good. And the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Blood of Jesus can separate you from, you know, everything in the in this world. Yeah. It can separate you. You know, when we're covered by the blood, it washes us white as snow. Mm-hmm. That's what the Word says. Thank God. You know, and uh, and if if you're out there and you you have a soul tie, and get released from that thing. Yeah. That's why so many people, you know, man, I can't quit thinking about that girl. <laughs> got a soul tie. You got a soul tie. You're tied to that person. That's yeah. why. And they're out sleeping. Well, who knows with, who? With God ho- knows who. You know. <laughs> yeah. And and guess what? You're tied to that person they're sleeping with. Exactly. That's what a soul tie does. It keeps it on going. Ties you <laughs> to other people you don't even know. Yeah. And they're junk. Yeah. You know, and this is why we got to be released, purified. Yeah. And some people are, are, have soul ties emotionally yeah. to things like people being porn, people being in other things. Yeah. That's a tie. Yeah. It's tied. It's not just regular no. sex. This is all forms yeah, of it. Yeah. It says when you look upon a woman with lust mm. or a man, it yeah. just goes both ways. If yeah. you look upon that person with lust, yeah. you've committed the act. Yeah. You've committed the act of adultery yeah. in your own heart. Yeah. Says wow. the heart's deceitfully wicked. Man, you know, it, it's a it's an old saying around here in the south. Mm-hmm. God knows my heart. Yes, <laughs> he, he does. It. It's deceitfully wicked. It's wicked. And we have to come to our Savior and yeah. be purified. Yeah, be purified and broke loose of that thing. That's good. That's good. So that's good soul ties and bad soul ties. Yeah. Which one you want? Basically? Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> Which right. Which one you want? I want to be. I want to be in covenant. Exactly. Tie me to Jesus. That's and, right. And my future is. That's right. Let's hop into this real quick. We're going to just tap on it real quick. We're going to knock it out. Um, The first place the enemy comes to attack in your relationship. So this is when you are together in a relationship, um, married or just dating, the first thing that the enemy comes to attack you with, lust. But when you're married, what is it? So I got a scripture here. It's Matthew 12 and 25. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house uh, or house divided against itself will not stand. Mm. The first area I believe that the enemy is going to come in is is he's going to try to divide you and your spouse. Yeah, he's going to bring disunity, and you know, if he can get you to disagree, he can divide you. Yeah, he can he can block the blessing in that. Yeah, watch this. So we see Adam and we see Eve. Mm-hmm. What happens when Eve eats the fruit? Well, she gives it to Adam, and he eats of it, and he begins in division. Mm-hmm. It's the woman's fault. Yeah, wow. What happens? The blessing is blocked of them being in the garden, and they're kicked out of the garden. Jesus. Well, that's the first thing that happens in the Word is he tries to divide the marriage. Mm. He comes in. Satan comes in and tries to divide the marriage. Yeah. So. Unity. Unity is a big thing in your marriage. Yeah. You know, I might believe some way and she might believe the other way. Mm. And that is all right. Yeah. We can we can be in, in that sort right there, believe differently, yeah. but still be united mm. in love. Yeah. In love. I, if I walk in love and understanding mm-hmm. in my marriage and, and push the devil out, the blessing will rain down because, man, we, we can disagree. Yeah. Me and my wife can disagree and, and have a different sort of opinion. And that's okay. But we're still united. Yeah. Because we love the Lord and we love each other. Mm-hmm. We agree to disagree. Yeah. And we love each other through it. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not bad to disagree sometimes. You know? That's good. That's good. Now, I want to talk about staying grounded. And when I say about staying grounded, go ahead and tap on that real quick for me. Um. The only way to stay grounded is to build your marriage and relationship on the solid foundation of Christ. That's good. If you stay grounded in faith, the Lord will always come through. That's good. Man, if I do not stay grounded mm-hmm. with the cornerstone, which is Christ, yeah. if I don't build my house yeah. on, on, on solid ground and I build it on sinking sand, mm-hmm. man, that thing can, you know, <laughs> you, you can see all kinds of things happen. This is where divorce will come in. 
Yeah. You know, and, and, and that should be the last resort in yeah. your marriage yeah. is divorce. Yeah. You know, we got to we got to stay grounded in this thing. We got to stay as one together. Yeah. Through Christ. Yeah. That's good. That's the only way that it's going to happen if we build that that solid foundation. You got to walk by faith. Mm-hmm. That's good. Sometimes you ain't going to see things happen, but you ain't led by your feelings. Mm-mm. You ain't led by what you see in the, that moment. You're led by faith. Yeah. You know, speak. He gave you. I, I love. I love what you have up here. You're yeah. created to be. create. Yeah. You're created to create. Yeah. You speak life into a situation. That's good. You know, you you see a dead situation. Speak Christ into it. Yeah. In your marriage, <laughs> or rather, it be your marriage or anything else. He give you creative power in your tongue. Thank God. To to create to see a new thing happen. Yeah. You know, and you see a dead thing. Just walking around in your marriage, speak to that thing. Yeah. So you have no authority <laughs> Get to out. be here. Get out. <laughs> yeah. You know, speak life into it. That's yeah. where, you know, words are important. Like yeah. we talked about earlier, words are important mm-hmm. in a marriage. You know, speak your words. Um, and, and, and the Lord just brought this to mind. You know, men, you don't have to always be Superman and bottle something up. <laughs> That's good. Talk to your wife. That's good. Talk to them. That's good. Open up. Yeah. Women, I'm telling you, we don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> we can't just assume y'all know. to know what y'all are thinking. Sometimes I don't know. <laughs> so sit me down and talk to me. Tell yeah. me what's going on and That's let good. me help you. That's good. That's what we are. You're a helpmate to me and I'm a helpmate to you Yeah. if you're married. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm telling you, just be rooted and grounded in faith. Most important thing is to love your brother. As yourself. Love your wife as you would yourself. Yeah. Because you're one. The Bible says you're one. So love them. Yeah. And have a root of faith. That's good. Put love first and then have faith. Mm -hmm. And you'll never go wrong. You'll stay grounded in your marriage. That's good. That's good. Vernon, you know, I don't know. A lot of people might not know you, but I know you. Vernon is the one that y'all, he was fighting. Vernon was bad. (laughs) (laughs) And this Vernon here is a totally different person. Um, Vernon, I'm so glad you came. Yeah. It was amazing. You yeah. did a wonderful job. <laughs> I, I was, fun. y'all was a nervous, y'all. Vernon yeah, yeah. was nervous. I yeah, was like, I was oh nervous. Lord, no. I was like, Lord, help me. You gonna yeah. have to help me here. Lord. <laughs> Give me the right words. Don't yeah. let me say the wrong thing. Yeah. No, but I definitely believe you're gonna help a lot of people. You help me, you know. Bless the Lord. Single and dating, you know. Lord yeah. God, bring that man here. So yeah. you definitely help me. Bless the Lord. I thank you for coming, Vernon. Thank it was you. An thank honor. you. It was thank an you. Honor. I pray that every everyone that listens is blessed. Yeah. Blessed by this. Yeah, most definitely. Well, y'all, we thank you, and y'all keep creating. Vernon, tell them bye. We'll see y'all.